Yeah, go get ready. Come on. Go get your shoes. Come on. Go put your vest on. Come on. Come on. As a matter of fact, go get all your stuff. Come on! That's right. What you saying? Just say it. What? You better go get your head. Come on! And here's the reason He saw me up there all alone So for my sin he did atone He purchased me, I'm not my own I want to please him Hello everybody out there Once again, welcome to On Faith Street with Derek Steele Get your stuff, let's go Because we're going to ride up the road that leads to heaven As we go, we're going to talk about all of the benefits and all of the blessings and all of the uh, essential uh, virtues and today the principles that are uh, that are imminent and very imperative to our walk. And so um, join us today as we continue our teaching on the principles of recovery. As you know, uh, I am a person that has walked out of drug addiction, and now I'm living in recovery. And like we used to say in our group, uh, Free Indeed Recovery Ministries, uh, my name's Derek Steele, and I'm getting all my stuff back. I'm in recovery. I'm getting all my stuff back. Amen. And God has been so good to me. He's restored so much to me. Amen. And I could never, ever be grateful enough or, or show enough gratitude to him for where he's brought me from. You know, it's when you go through something that you begin to really realize what it means to be saved. When you're talking about salvation, where well, we're talking about ultimate salvation, being saved from hell. Well, if you've ever lived in a hell on this earth and then God has saved you from that, then you are grateful enough to realize that there is another hell that he saves you from. And so um, we're delighted to join you today and we're going to pick up where we left off. We've been talking about the principles of recovery. We talked about humility, honesty and hope and hunger the first time. Then we came back with uh, open mindedness, willingness. Uh, and today we're going to talk about trust, faith and gratitude. And in talking about trust, uh, it's important. It's so very important. And we want to really understand and kind of review so that we know that <clears throat> what we're talking about as far as a principle. Principle is a general truth, a law comprehending many subordinate truths, a method or rule adopted as the basis for action or conduct, uprightness, a man of principle. And that's what we're talking about, being people of, of godly principle. It's the primary source from which anything proceeds. A principle is a basic doctrine or tenet and underlying cause, a, a precept seen in natural phenomena or underlying the operation of a machine. The principle of gravity. In the Greek, the word is stachion and it, inf it infers something orderly in arrangement. It refers to something basal, fundamental, 
Tone and Initial involves the very proposition of a thing. The root word from which it is derived in the Greek is stokeo, which means to arrange in regular line or to march in military rank, to keep step. It is used figuratively to mean to conform to virtue and piety. So in essence, it has to do with the lining up in proper order. And so that's what we want to talk about today. How do we line up in proper order to uh, <clears throat> achieve our recovery? And in order to achieve, uh, achieve your recovery means you're going to plug into what Christ has done, the finished work of Christ in your life and what he's given you, the word that he's given us, uh, the instruction, the commandments to love one another and so forth and so on. These principles are the very uh, basic boundaries of life given to us through Christ Jesus. How do we live the Christian life? Well, it's one and the same operating in in. And the principles of recovery is operating in the principles of Christ. And so it all comes together. And it's, and it's how we apply it. We, we must learn that we've got to apply these principles to our life as we see the need, as, as we see uh, an area where we, we may be missing it, where, where we may not be embracing the fullness. Amen. And so uh, today we want to first touch on the principle of trust. Somebody say trust. Trust is essential in, in on on several different levels, uh, in several different ways. Uh, first is trusting God to cover you in your openness with those he has sent to help, you know, in order to uh, gain recovery and to 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 come clean, as we say, uh, it, it really has to do with coming clean with yourself, has to do with uh, admitting who you are, uh, the mistakes and errors, the things you've done, the harm you've brought. Uh, it's, it's really stepping back and, and looking at it from a panoramic view at the life you have lived, uh, the the uh, the things that. Addiction has has uh, wrought in your life, the ways in which you have hurt yourself, the ways in which you have hurt others. And when you look at that and you begin to discuss and talk about it with someone, a sponsor, a pastor, uh, a counselor, someone uh, who who you can trust, a trusted friend that you can really talk this thing through with. And even the things that you may uh, talk about in a group meeting, you've got to have the uh, trust that even though you're talking about some very personal things, that God will cover you and that God will cause cause this coming clean to be uh, impactful and positive in your life. And so trust is very important. Uh, we want to be able to trust God. See, in, in the in the overall picture, uh, you, you're trusting people. But in your trusting people, you got to believe that God is operating through those people. And that's the way I had to uh, had to uh, look at things when I was uh, brought into the uh, uh, Disc Village Recovery Program at Natural Bridge. I came in with such a humility. I had told the Lord uh, when I was in jail, I told him, I said, Lord, if they want me to get down on the floor with a toothbrush and scrub every inch of that place and that will keep me clean, Lord, I'm ready and willing. And I tell you, this is the kind of attitude. This is the kind of humility we must have. We must be ready for God to work. And, and it also meant that whatever these people tell me, Lord, I'm willing to do and, and trust that they know what they're talking about. I'm willing to trust that that what they're saying will help me. Uh, 
that that if I follow the process and follow the procedure of the program that I will receive my healing because you're involved. I'm trusting you to be involved in this thing. And that's where trust is very important. So in in essence, when when you're walking this walk, uh, you're trusting God to lead you, to guide you, he, that he'll when it comes to a sponsor, when it comes to uh, the counselors and, and the pastor, that God's leading you to talk to the right person. Amen. Someone who won't exploit you, someone who won't uh, talk about you behind your back and you're believing and trusting. And if perchance that you share it with somebody and they are untrustworthy, that you're still trusting God to cover you and to, and to cause it all to work in your favor, because God is the one who's bringing the healing. God is the one who's ministering grace and mercy to your life. God is the one who's able to lift you up. He, he kept you this far. He brought you this far. Amen. You're where you are in the process. Amen. But, but as you continue to hold on to his principles, he's going to take you higher. He's going to lift you up. He's going to lift you out. And you're going to find that you're a new person. As you continue walking in God's way and uh, uh, and according to the principles of recovery, trust. Just remember this scripture here uh, in in uh, James five and sixteen. It says, "Confess your faults one to another and pray one for another that ye may be healed." But why? It goes on. It says, "The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much." Amen. It says, "Confess your faults one to another. Pray one for another. You pray, amen, amen, as they pray, and the effectual prayers are working on your behalf, amen, bringing healing, bringing deliverance, and everything that you need God to bring into your life to set you free from whatever malady you are facing at this point." Praise his holy name. So we want to introduce to you and everyone listening uh, to the principle of trust. We talked about humility. We talked about honesty, hope, hunger, open-mindedness, willingness, and now we're encouraging you to trust. Hallelujah. Praise his holy name. Now, the next principle, uh, it really is, you could place it at the beginning you could place it here in the middle. You could place it at the end. Doesn't matter where you place this this uh, principle because it's it's uh, it, it 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 goes through and it, it it fills all of the principles. None of the principles really work without this one. Uh, and 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 so we want to encourage you to implement the principle of faith. And I know we've talked about faith already, but faith is foundational and it is the key to our victory. What does First John five? And for say to us, it says, for whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. And so we we quote that scripture as we close our program every week, because it's the foundation of uh, of what we're teaching. It's the foundation of what uh, on Faith Street is all about. And it's foundational to our life in recovery. And of course, it is foundational to our life as Christians. We must have faith. We must have faith in God. We must have faith in Jesus Christ. See, the key is Jesus. Oh, somebody ought to say Jesus. <laughs> the key is Jesus. Do we believe 
in Jesus? Do we believe in in the provision that God has made for our lives, for living, hallelujah, for salvation? The provision that God has made for us is through his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, through Mary's baby, amen, who grew up to be the rabbi, hallelujah, the teacher, the master, hallelujah, the, the founder of Christianity. He who, who grew up to be the sacrifice, the behold, uh, John said, behold the Lamb of God. He who was uh, preordained and, and, and prophesied by, uh, of, he was prophesied of by the prophets and, and by scripture from very, uh, early on in scripture, even prophesied to, uh, Adam and Eve, uh, as it, as it, uh, pertains to Christ. And so you can go back to each and every chapter in the Old Testament and find some reference to the coming of, of the one, the coming of the Holy One, the coming of uh, the King, the coming of, of uh, Shiloh, the Bible calls him, the coming of the Redeemer, of, of the Savior. And, and so our faith, it must be rooted in Jesus Christ. John says in, in St. John 1 and 1, in the beginning was the Word and the Word was with God and the Word was God. And so our faith is in the Word. The word which became flesh, he goes on to say in verse 14, he became flesh and dwelt among us. Hallelujah. And, and, uh, and so our, our hope and our faith is in him. And so we're trusting him in every step we take, in every, every move we make that is in accordance to his word, every step we take that is in accordance with his will, every step we take, hallelujah, even if we miss a step, we're still trusting him because he promised never to leave us nor forsake us. And if we mess up, he'll correct us. He'll get us right. We're trusting in him. And so it, it no matter what we're doing, faith is so very important. We're believing that every step we take, he's with us. He's helping us. He's guiding us. He's directing us. Uh, uh, he's talking to us. He, he, he's getting our attention. He, he's correcting us if we go wrong. Uh, he's leading us to the right people, to the right places. Um, <clears throat> he's, he's giving us promptings by the Holy Spirit within. He's, he's with our faith is our settling ground. Amen. We settle down in faith. Amen. We settle down in truth we 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 may close our eyes but we're not not walking by sight the bible says we walk by faith and not by sight and so it's very 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 important that we live according to faith it's it's foundational it is the foundational uh principle and then with this principle, there's another one. And I, and I, and I mentioned it and it's very important to me. Uh, it's gratitude. This means we understand that our recovery is a gift. Amen. And see, people ask me that all the time, man. How do you stay clean, man? How, how you just, uh, just quit using? Well, you know, it, it was overnight and it wasn't overnight. I mean, once it happened and I didn't use no more, that was overnight, but I've been talking about it a long time. But the thing is that I didn't even know how it was going to happen. I didn't understand. And when it did happen, all I know is something happened on the inside of me. And I felt a liberty in my spirit, a joy in my spirit uh, when it did happen. And so um, so I realized that my recovery is not my own doing. It is the work of the Lord. Hallelujah. And so I'm so grateful that he brought me to the point that he 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 arranged everything in the right uh in the right 
timing, the right setting, uh, the right people in the right place uh, to bring me to a place in my heart and mind where I was ready to walk this walk. Hallelujah. And so gratitude means that we understand that life is a gift. Our recovery is a gift. Our sins have 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 destroyed us. We we must understand that that we're all guilty of death, and and we've all done terrible things that that uh, that uh, the law would would slay us for. Amen. Uh, we've done things that that shows that we're not holy. That shows that we're not worthy. But Christ, who is holy and who is worthy, gave His life to pay the penalty, to be a substitute, uh, and to take the penalty of death. Hell and the grave on my behalf And therefore uh, When he rose again He gave me life That I might rise again and, and it's through his love And it's through his grace Through his power His goodness Hallelujah That he empowers me now To walk out of the sinful lifestyle To walk out of a life of degradation and death Hallelujah And, and I tell you what In every area that I saw Addiction bring death. I, I saw addiction bring death in my life. Uh, he, addiction brought death to my employability. That was one very key thing. Couldn't focus. Couldn't couldn't keep a job because every few few every couple of hours I worked, I wanted some money to go get some drugs. I didn't want to work longer than enough to just get money to do some drugs. You know, so he changed that. Hallelujah. He brought life to that. Amen. My relationships had died. I, I, I couldn't have healthy relationships with family and friends. Uh, I, I, it, it wasn't about them. I never could focus on them. Everything was about me and how I could get me some drugs. You know, I could never really live a, 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 a balanced life. You know, where, where I'm, I'm giving to family and family's giving. No, I was always a taker and, and God had to change that and, and change me into a giver. And I'm, I thank God so much for that. Hallelujah. Because, uh, I'm, I, I tell you, I'm grateful for where he brought me from. Uh, my, my ability to live a free life began to die. Seems like every few months I was going to jail. Seems like I was just couldn't stay out of jail for one thing or another. If it wasn't paraphernalia or possession or or uh, uh, something uh, pertaining to trespassing or, or something that had to do with drugs, uh, I couldn't stay out of jail. And and God set me free from that. Uh, my my life of freedom had died, but then He opened up the door and allowed me to live. Hallelujah! And so death had entrapped me, but Jesus brought life and set me free. And so I'm grateful and I'll forever be grateful to God for what he's done and for what he's doing in my life. He's brought me from a mighty long way. My daddy used to say that all the time. And now I know what he's talking about. Amen. He brought me from a mighty long way. So I'm very grateful for that. And uh, and so I want to move on to the to the scripture. So <coughs> excuse me. I want you to look at the scripture in Ephesians. Um, and, and understand some key things about gratitude here in Ephesians chapter two. And we're looking at verses um, eight through nine, because gratitude is very, very important. Here's why it says, for by grace are ye saved through faith and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. Hallelujah. Goes on to say, not of works, lest any man should boast. And I tell you what, man, 
I had been to uh, this program and this particular program down south, it was called Youth Challenge. And couldn't stay there, got mad, left the place, got back in trouble, called them, would they take me back? They did. I went back down there. Then I got mad again. They kicked me out the program. And so uh, I was trying in my own efforts to do what I thought would set me free. But, um, but it wasn't until the miracle happened. Somehow a miracle took place and it, and, and, and it let me know that it's not by my works, but it's by his grace. Hallelujah. That we're set free. And, and when God did it, it was it was by grace that I was saved through faith because I, I, I never quit believing in God. I never quit declaring my love for God and my uh, faith in God. I never quit praying and talking to God somewhere along the way. He came through and set me free. Praise his holy name. For by grace are ye saved through faith, that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. And there there you are. There's why I'm grateful. I'm grateful for the gift. It's a gift. I, I couldn't earn my way to my, where I am. I couldn't uh, couldn't work my way to where I am. I had to just trust and believe and have faith in God that he was going to bring me through. Amen. And, and, and a little faith will grow into bigger faith. If you keep keep working with the little faith you have, eventually that faith will grow. And so that little faith I had began to grow to the point that I could have faith in in God working through other people. I could have faith in the processes that people were giving me. I could have faith in the instruction of recovery. I could have faith in in pastoral leadership. I could have faith in in secular counsel. I could have faith that God was working through all of these things. Isn't that what Romans 8 says, that all things are working together for the good of those that love the Lord? And are the called according to his purpose Glory to his name This is what I found to be true Is that this is how God works things Hallelujah Gratitude So we move now to the most uh, Foundational thing that there is uh, the, the very key principle Of all I think um, But it, it operates In conjunction because sometimes we have to get to a point where we even understand what it is. And I'm talking about love, the principle of love. Love is the power of God perfecting us and the essence of his person. Love is who God is. Isn't that right? Hallelujah. And, um, and we want to understand how to embrace the love of God, how to operate and live in the love of God. 1 John 4 and verses 7 through 21 open up some real insight for us. Um, <clears throat> and we want to look at that. If you read it and you have your Bible, you're somewhere where you can. If not, just listen. It says, Beloved, in verse 7, let us love one another, for love is of God. And everyone that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. Hallelujah. In this was manifested the love of God toward us because that God sent his only begotten son into the world that we might live through him. Where herein is love, not that we loved God, 
but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we ought also to love one another. No man hath seen God at any time. If we love one another, God dwelleth in us and his love is perfected in us. Hereby know we that we dwell in him and he in us because he hath given us of his spirit. And we have seen and do testify that the father sent the son to be the savior of the world. Whosoever shall confess that Jesus is the son of God, God dwelleth in him and he in God. And we have known and believed the love that God hath to us. God is love. And he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God and God in him. Herein is our love made perfect that we may have boldness in the day of judgment. Because as he is, so are we in this world. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casteth out fear because fear hath torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. We love him because he first loved us. If a man say, I love God and hateth his brother, he's a liar. For he that loveth not his brother whom he hath seen, how can he love God whom he hath not seen? And this commandment ha have we from him, that he who loveth God love his brother also. <clears throat> Excuse me. See, see, this is it. This is the key to life. This is uh, the flow of life. This is uh, the foundation. It is the uh, parameter. It is the essence of life because it is the essence of God. One scripture says that he is our life. Love is the power of God perfecting us and the essence of his person. It goes on. It, it tells us in this text uh, it says love cast out fear. Cast out all fear. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, this is so very key. Uh, at some point, uh, I was really in prayer. And I think I was going through some kind of sermon preparation. I don't even remember exactly what it was. But through this meditation, the Lord began to speak to me. And he said, you want to know the secret of my power? I said, yes, what is the secret of your power, Lord? And it was like it was a revelation. He just kind of showed it to me. Uh, the secret of God's power is his love. It's not his word. It's not uh, his his uh, his creativity. It's all found in his love because all of his creativity, all of his power is poured out with the purpose of love. Everything about God is, is, is purposed in love. It's purposed in, in enhancement. It's purposed in uh, development and it's purposed in a very altruistic manner. Everything he does uh, is to bring life and to bring joy and to bring peace and to bring hope and to bring fulfillment, uh, to bring design and beauty. Uh, God is all about love. His love is to bring joy, hallelujah, and, and, and uh, cause us to come into the place where we experience his joy, his peace, his love. Amen. Hallelujah. <clears throat> love is a learning and growth process. Um, you know, we, we, we come into this world and we enter into relationships and, and we think we know what love is based upon how we feel. And oftentimes we're, we're calling feelings love, but love is so much more than a feeling. Love produces feeling and feelings come out of love. 
and and uh, oftentimes uh, in love there is the uh, a feeling, but we must understand that love isn't a feeling. Love is an action, and it is a choice, and it is is a a. A, a glory of God. It is one of the glories of God. Hallelujah. One of the greatest glories of God. When you talk about his show me your glory, where you see everything that God has done, the weight and depth of who he is, the, the depth of what he can do. And when you look at it and you have to look down at the foundation of it, you find that the at the core of it and the purpose of it is love. God is love. And so in our lives, as we learn to grow in grace, we realize that, uh, that love is central. And the AA book teaches us that, uh, that our greatest problems is, is selfishness and self-centeredness and resentment because it's all about us. And when we flip the switch and we flip the script, as you say, then we turn it around to where I'm thinking about now others. You know, the, uh, uh, I think it's step nine where we make amends. We're now wanting to mend things and make things right. We're wanting to, to, Help those that we hurt. We want to bring healing because it's, we're generated now out of a love for others. Amen. A love for others. And one aspect of, of recovery is loving yourself that you can love others. So in, when you get into recovery, you're now loving yourself properly so that you can love others adequately. Amen. Dr. King preached a very powerful message on uh, the three dimensions of a complete life where he talked about we, we must uh, that we must love ourselves properly. Amen. So that we can love others as we love ourselves, according to Scripture. And then uh, do, when we do that, we can reach way up and love God. Amen. With all that we have. And so it's the three elements of loving self, loving others and loving God. Amen. Praise his holy name. And we're going to close out here uh, when it comes to uh, the love of God. This is a key principle. Uh, when you love, uh, then love comes back. It, it, there's no way around it because God has set it up that way. It's a part of, of God's whole uh, uh, being. It's a part of his personality. It's a part of his spirit. And he permeates all things. And, and love goes and comes. Amen. You give love, love comes back. But the same thing's true if you give hate. Hate's going to come back. But love has such a powerful, powerful uh, effect. Love is the very foundation of life. And so we're going to close talking about love. <clears throat> we want you to, to encourage you to walk uh, in the principles, to live your life according to the principles of recovery. As I go over them again, humility, honesty, hope, hunger, open-mindedness, willingness, trust, faith, gratitude. And today we end with love. Hallelujah. And I say to you, I love you. Amen. I love you more than I ever could before. Uh, the drugs and the sin life had me so caught up and wrapped up in myself. But today I want you to know that I love you. And if there's anything that I can do to help you, then uh, feel free to call on me. And I want to encourage you, if you uh, have it in your heart to support this radio ministry, please call 94.1 The Wave and you can contact Mr. Doug Apple and let him know that you are are desiring to help support this radio ministry. Uh, that's how we uh, are on the air through the love and support of many loved ones and friends. And we encourage you to join with us again next week as we continue and close out with the principles of recovery in our series, um, Proclaiming Liberty. 
It's been a joy to be with you today. And as we close, as always, we want to give you the opportunity to receive the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior. Hallelujah. I'm so glad I did that. I'm so glad he walks with me every day. Without him, I could do nothing. And so I encourage you to pray this prayer with me if you want Jesus in your life and to take control of your life and you want to be born again. Say this prayer. Lord Jesus, come into my life. I believe that you are the Savior sent from heaven, sent from the Father above to save all of mankind. And so I put all my trust in you. I ask that you forgive me of every sin, that you would cleanse me from all unrighteousness, that you would fill me with your Holy Spirit and write my name in your book of life and then use me to your glory. Cause me to be born again, that I can live for you and that you can live in me and have your way. Lord, let your will be done in my life. And I thank you. And I believe and trust that now that I've called on you, that I've received you and I'm saved. Glory to God. You are saved if you prayed that prayer. And I encourage you to get in touch with a Bible believing church to get plugged in to a good church that you can uh, uh, hear the word of God and, and you can learn and grow in spiritual things. God bless you. And so as we prepare to go, uh, we want to um, give kudos to our sponsors and those who have helped to support us over the uh, last few months. The Dream Foundation, uh, Mr. Michael Dobson, Dr. Joseph Camps of the Advanced Urological Institute, Pastor Avery McKnight and Powerhouse Church of God uh, by Faith, and Bishop Michael Moore and Powerhouse Church of God, Miss Gail Milan, who's been so faithful a friend, as well as uh, my good friend Charlie and Joni Elder, um, and we mustn't forget Mr. Tyrone Davis and Direct Auto Exchange. And I just want to give a shout out to Attorney Harold Knowles for being such a blessing. And uh, absolutely want to say thank you to my pastors, Richard and Andrea Ledford, for their constant encouragement and support over the years. I want to thank uh, Pastor R.B. Holmes of Bethel Missionary Baptist Church uh, and uh, Pastor Robert Shelley, Pastor Mike Ford, Pastor Ivy Williams of the Redeemed Church, etc. So many others who have been such a blessing to us over the years and uh, during our tenure here. We want to remember Mr. Beigler Thompson. Hello, I am Beigler B.T. Thompson, owner of B.T. Performance Unlimited Paint and Body Shop and Auto Repair. We want to thank you for 25 years of service in the area. We offer free diagnostics and free estimates. Insurance and walk-ins are welcome. We can make your vehicle look and run like new. We are located in the Airport Industrial Center. Call us at 575-6262. That's 575-6262. I just want to take the time right now to say thank you so very much to everyone who's reached out to our family during this very difficult time. Uh, it's meant so very much to us. Uh, you've given of yourselves donations, expressions of love, cards, flowers, just words of comfort. It means so very much to us. And I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you from all of our family. God bless. Okay. And as we close, we want to uh, leave you with um, a song from my dear brother, Daryl Steele, who many of you may or may not know. Uh, Daryl went home to be with the Lord on December 20, 22nd, the Sunday before Christmas. And, uh, and we just want to honor him again. As last week, if you heard our program last week, uh, it was a tribute to him. 
with some of his music. And today we want to leave you with one of his songs. He called it De Psalm, meaning the psalm. And he was truly a psalmist to the Lord. Hope you're blessed. See you next week on Faith Street. Table